Hi, I'm Renee Philpott, and this is Selling with Charm. After over 26 years in sales, there's one thing I have learned. Sales is fun. Join me as I help you simplify your sales process, and together we will reach your weekly, monthly, and yearly goals. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. This week, I am going to be doing something a little different. I am going to be sharing a story about my childhood and how it relates to my sales career. And I'm sharing this because you may feel like you are not a natural salesperson and you are an entrepreneur or you have hopes of being an entrepreneur or you have somehow gotten yourself into a position where you need to be a salesperson and you have not yet found the joy in it or you haven't found the purpose behind it and you're trying to avoid selling. But I really was wondering when I started thinking about why I get so much joy from sales. And one of the reasons that I believe I get a lot of joy from sales is because I got to see my dad sell when I was growing up. Now, it seems funny to even call my dad a salesperson because he spent most of his career as a coal miner. And if you ask him if he's a salesperson, he would probably say no. But he was a little different than most of the coal miners in our community. He was a bit of an entrepreneur and he did some other things. So he did some um, logging and um, for a short time, he had a used car lot. Now, this car lot was not his main income. It was a side business, and he did it in our rural community. Now, I grew up in eastern Kentucky in a very rural community of coal miners. So every male in my family was a coal miner uh, in my immediate family, and my close cousins and uncles and all that were coal miners. Most of the women in my family didn't have a job outside the home. They were stay-at-home moms and homemakers. And so that is the experience that I had with careers. You know, we would go to the doctor and go to school. So I knew you could be a teacher, you could be a nurse or a doctor. But outside of that, I didn't really know a lot about careers or anything else. But I was always really, really curious. And so when my dad decided that he was going to have this car lot, um, he would take me along when he was buying cars or when he was um, looking at them or trying them out or whatever, because that was one thing that my dad always has done really well, is he is he would take me along even when it seemed like work for him. So it was his way of making work-life balance, I believe. And he didn't, I was an only child, so he just would just take me along. So I always loved things like hunting and fishing, and we would I loved these cars, the car lot. I was only nine years old, but I got really excited about the cars and got really interested in them. I had always had four-wheelers and go-karts and motorcycles all through my childhood. So if it had a motor and wheels, I was all about it. And so when he started doing this car lot, I got really interested in it and he would take me along. And sometimes, of course, they were used cars and so they would need work or we would have to go check them out all those kinds of things and so he would take me uh when he went to look at them and we would go test drive them and so we'd be listening for whatever sound was going on or uh, if there was any clunks or watching the 
my temperature hand, all of those things. So I was learning a lot along the way. But what I really learned from him is he knew all about his market. Now, like I said, we lived in a coal mining community and his market were the coal miners because if you're a coal miner, you can't drive your good family car. You can, but you don't want to because it gets really dirty. And I don't know if you've ever seen uh, coal dust, but it is kind of gray. And when it gets muddy, it gets clumpy. And when you see the car that's been driven to the coal mines, it is caked with mud, gray mud. And so if any time I went with daddy in the car that he drove to work, I would have to wear old clothes because when you got in and out of the car, if nothing else, you would get these gray chalky marks on your clothes. And that's at best, you were going to get dusty. And so these coal miners needed a second car and they needed it to be inexpensive and small. They didn't want to spend very much on gas. So it didn't need to be big and roomy, but it needed to be able to withstand bad roads and it needed to be something that some of the mechanics around there could work on because if something happened to it they didn't want to go to you know a bigger town to get it worked on so the very first two cars that my dad bought for this new car lot was a Volkswagen Beetle and a AMC Gremlin and these would have been early 70s models cars they were usually about 10 years old uh, 10 year old cars I was about nine years old, so this would have been early 80s, so early 70s models. And I remember being very opinionated about cars in these two particular cars. The Beetle was my favorite. Uh, I thought it was cute and usable. The Gremlin, I couldn't understand why anybody would buy it. And what did Daddy see in that car? But it turns out he knew his market much better than I did. And I, I just thought if he was going to sell something, it should be pretty. And this was not pretty in my eyes. But anyway, I just shared that because he knew a lot more than I did. And that's what we have to do when we are selling things. We need to know about the people who we want to sell something to. What do they like and what are they looking for? What do they need? Not necessarily what we like or what we need. And so he bought these cars and that's how it started. And he would sell them. And sometimes he would have somebody in mind when he was looking for a car. And he usually would get the cars. We would drive a distance to get cars. And so he would get the Sunday newspaper from Lexington, which was a couple hours away and was a big city. So he would get the Lexington newspaper and then the card magazine. I think it was the Metro Piston that came out once a week and it would have all the cars for sale in it. And that was one of the places he would look for cars, but also see the value of the cars that he was going to be buying and how much you could get out of them. Another source for cars was we would go to a car auction. Once a week, we would go, it was two or three hours from home. And my mom would go, my aunt and uncle would go, my little cousin. And it was a big event. And the reason all of us went is sometimes we would go with several cars sell a few while we were there and come back in one car or we would go with just one car and come back with a few cars I mean we needed extra drivers sometimes and that's the reason that my mom and my aunt would go and it became a family event we would even eat supper while we were there they had like a snack stand and you would have burgers and fries and uh, you would spend the whole night at the car auction and you would 
when you would got there, you could recognize it because it was a big field, open field of cars. And in the middle was a building. And that's where one end of the car would go in and the other end it would come out. And that was my first experience with an auctioneer. And then they would talk really fast and the numbers would go up. And then eventually they would say sold and a bell would ring. So that was our Saturday night. When daddy was looking at cars in the newspaper and the Metro Piston, when he was done, he would let me take those to my room. When I took the magazines and the newspapers, I would pick out what car I would buy. I would imagine when I grow up, I'm going to have this kind of car. Now, the kinds of cars that I was picking out was not what daddy was picking out and buying. The cars that I picked out were the European cars, the Mercedes, the Volvos, they always had cushy interiors, the leather, they looked so soft. I imagine the ride would be really smooth, really quiet cars. I just had a big imagination and I had never seen these cars in person, but that's the ones that I was picking out. Well, when we would go to the auction, I had the opportunity on occasion to see one of these cars and daddy would let me sit in them and he would, you know, go along and look at them with me. But he never had a market for those and he knew he didn't. And so that's not what we were taking home, but I still had the opportunity to see those and to imagine. So I've always had a big imagination, and this was just an open door for me to imagine even more. And when we would go to the car auction and we were looking at cars, I got to see all different types. And when I was looking through those magazines and you could see what they were selling for, what people were asking and then when daddy would go look at cars, sometimes we would go to an individual's house and we'd look at it. He was looking for certain things. Sometimes he would negotiate. Now, this was my favorite part because either when he was selling a car or buying a car, I could see him negotiate. And I got to see both sides. I got to see him buying and selling. And I would love it because you had to be kind of confident uh, and you had to be also flexible and you had to give. And sometimes, most often, they'd meet somewhere in the middle. And I love that. So negotiating for me has always been a lot of fun. And I've used it in my sales career. And it's still fun today to figure out what's important to the person I'm selling to. And then when I'm buying, it's the same way. I want to um, make sure I negotiate a good deal. And just like my dad had taught me, he needed to buy cars at one price and he needed to sell them at another. It needed to be profitable. And whatever he was buying, he had to have his customer in mind. So I just learned a lot of sales lessons from that. And it also opened my world up because like I shared, most of the people that I was around was either coal miners or their families. And so I got to see a lot of different types of things when we were traveling to to buy the cars or sell the cars. And it was just a whole lot of fun. And then I was learning about cars. And I'm still a big car person today. I still love cars. And Earl will joke with you if he's looking for a pre-owned car. I am the person that he wants to go with him because I will find everything that is wrong with it. I can hear the noises. I can see all the things because I was used to doing that when we were looking at used cars for the car lot. It started when I was nine years old. I was always looking for the details and wondering how we could sell this or whatever. And so I still do that today. And it is great fun to me. But like I shared in the beginning of this podcast, 
you may not feel like you're a natural salesperson. You might feel like you're needing to be pushy. And you may look back on your childhood or your young adult life or whatever, and you might see something that you can identify with and use that to your advantage and figure out what made it work then, what you enjoyed about it, how you can do that today. Because for me, there's so many similarities between my life today and being a nine-year-old watching these cars sell and finding the value. You know, a couple of the things that my dad done really well is he knew his market. He knew what they needed. He knew what they could afford. A lot of times he'd have someone particular in mind when he saw a car who might be interested in that. And I still do that today in copiers. We can get a new model or something available and I'll, I'll immediately think somebody who could use that and why. And that is a lesson that I learned from him. And then negotiating. Um, by going with him and watching, I knew that there was expenses involved other than just the car. There were the travel expenses and all of that that went along, you know, even the the hamburgers and fries uh, on Saturday night were adding to the expense of what it costed him to buy these cars. So that is just how I view what I learned as a child and how I apply it today. And I'm very thankful for those lessons and the time that I got to spend with my dad. And I still find joy in the looking and the finding and the negotiating and the travel and all the things that's out there. So, you know, be a little curious and see what works for you. What is your market interested in and how can you make it work? It may not be, you may have to put yourself in the shoes. As a nine-year-old, I was not driving um, to the coal mines, was not even imagining that someday I would. And so that was not what I was looking for. Um, so sometimes you have to put yourself in a different, uh, from a different point of view. And that's, you know, my dad, of course, was looking from his point of view and the people he knew, and that's the reason it was working. But always be open to seeing how you can find more joy in serving your clients and your customers and find more joy in sales. When I first started in sales, I really didn't have that thought behind it that a lot of people carry with them that they think they might be being salesy or maybe the thought of a used car salesman comes to mind and they think that that's not so good. But for me, that that was great because I had saw my dad really serving people with used cars. If he had had brand new cars, he couldn't have served them because they couldn't afford a brand new car. They had a family car they were paying for. This was just something else they needed. And a used car was really all that was going to serve that purpose. So always be mindful of who needs what you have and how it can make a difference for them. And, you know, like I said, we weren't looking at, you know, that Gremlin was not a pretty car, but that was not important to the people that were buying it. So just keep that in mind and find joy in selling in any way that you can. So if you can think back to someone who you've had a great experience with through sales, maybe they were selling you something, what was great about that? How did they help you make that purchase? And how did they, you know, really help you in the long run by making that available to you? And you may find that you have a different point of view. But for me, you know, I was really blessed that as a nine-year-old, I got to tag along, go to these car auctions. I got to 
see somebody buying something and selling it for a profit and see that expenses add up and there's competition, all those things. I was blessed to learn as a nine-year-old and I'm still using it today. So that's what I have for you this week. Have a great week.